powered by Sports Interaction, Canada's Sportsbook. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Game Over Toronto with your host tonight, Lauren Williamson, and my wonderful co-host, Fuad. How you doing tonight, sir? How you doing? Uh, doing pretty good, you know. Um, who'd have thunk? It'd be a good thing when the team, you know, plays like they should and dusts a team they should dust uh, in the Vancouver Canucks. Sorry to Game Over Vancouver. Um, we know you're we know you're struggling now. Um, and and yeah. one of our Vancouver hosts was actually in town for this game. She was at the game. I'm glad it was a good game, but I'm glad that we won. Yes, we we yes. We thank you for everyone, and uh, make sure everyone that while you're watching this, remember that you are a part of the stream. So comment in the live chat, but most importantly, share this on your socials with your friends, family, and whoever. Shout it from the rooftops. Tell your and, friends. Uh, you, You'll win a chance uh, to uh, have a, a nice kind word from me, I guess. I don't know. There's not much I can give you, but a kind word. Just share it. Shout it from the rooftops. We love you. Uh, you are part of the show, so uh, let's help us grow here. Absolutely. And this game this this game is about everybody coming together. This stream is about Leaf fans coming together. And I'm just glad that we can all be together on this Saturday night where the Leafs win arguably a game that in the first period it looked like they were going to lose, lose terribly. And we are going to cover all of that in today's show, all of the good, all of the bad, and all of the legend of number 21. But before we get going on that, if you want to bet, you can do it at Sports Interaction, Canada's sportsbook. Football continues, basketball is back, and hockey season is well underway. Bet pregame, live in play, or on one of our many prop bets, and it's made for Canadians by Canadians. Sports Interaction makes it easy to deposit, play, and cash out. Join now and see all that sports betting has to offer. Head to sportsinteraction.com sdpn. That's sportsinteraction.com sdpn. Reminder, it is Ontario only, 19 plus, and please play responsibly. So to kick off the show, as we kicked off the game today... It is only right that we pay some tribute to the legend of number 21, of Borja Salming, of the original Swede on the Leafs, and inspiration for many of our players that are currently on our roster. Fuad, take it away. I know you got a piece about this. Yeah, you know, to me, I I would say that last night, as well as this night, I I would, full disclosure, I I saw the last one on a clip, but to me, that was uh, a gut-wrenching, but also beautiful ceremony you know gut-wrenching because um als or lou gehrig's disease is obviously a, a monster of an illness uh, of a condition that uh it just eats away at a, at a person and to see anybody let alone uh, a giant of a person like borea salming um just be afflicted by that obviously is just heartbreaking and seeing the effects of that you know in real time is is really just you know there's not much to say like you just i could feel it like deep inside yeah but beautiful in the sense that you know he gets to be he gets a chance to you know somehow find a way to in his in his health to come to toronto and be in front of lee fans in and front drop of everybody a puck. and drop the puck that was awesome and yeah how that must feel for the family just getting that ovation and uh you know it's it, the tv doesn't do it justice i'm sure it was it was raucous in there i'd like to hear anybody who's at the game tell me but that like stuff like that to me is it, it's beyond hockey it's beyond sports you know beyond if team. You sh- 
Yeah, if you showed anybody that clip who'd never seen the game of hockey and, you know, showed them hit the video package and then that, that would have resonated with anybody, you know. And to me, you know, seeing the players emotional, seeing uh, Kyle Dubas emotional, the, the embraces, to me, those images uh, will live on forever. I think that might be one of the most significant um, images you'll see in the history of this team. And be honest with you. I mean, because it just goes, it just transcends the sport. And, uh, and yeah, he's a trailblazer. He's a trailblazer for the game. That's something we learned. You know, he came, and you, you look at this game. It's filled with guys from Sweden, guys from Europe, who uh, he opened the door for. He, op he opened that door in the 70s where, you know, he faced, you know, physical violence and xenophobia for where he was from, and he took it like a champ, and he was a giant for it. You know, he 16 seasons, and he's on the in the rafters, so, and in history, so... Yeah, uh, that's uh, it's hard. It's hard for us to, to put it to words, but you know, yeah. I tried my best. <laughs> well, and how do you talk about something so sensitive without, you know, yeah. making it seem like we're just trying to get views or anything like that, right? Like, you know, if if we look at other organizations and how they honor their people, I would say the Leafs are probably one of the best at it. The Leafs Absolutely. and and all due credit to the Habs, they do they do just as good of a job, if not better, yeah. sometimes with some of their people, and you know. Even last night's game, we're going to talk about tonight's game, everybody. But you know, even before last night's game, you know, you see Daryl Sittler holding, holding Boria up, and it was just that was that was that was an image. That was something that like will be etched in your mind yeah. forever. Yeah, to be honest, like and, something like. And you you can just tell that even though it's been so many years, all of those people, all of those people still care so much. You know, Kyle Dubas. <laughs> Was he even alive when when Boria was playing? Maybe maybe a couple I, years old. Max, he was he finished what eighty nine? I think I think Dubas yeah. is a couple years older than me, so maybe a little bit. But he never would yeah. have seen him play when he was little. Not that he remembers, I would think. And to know that he he did break the glass ceiling for for Swedes and and you know for the game to be what it is because he was able to be that pioneer is. You know, all you can do is tip your hat and 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 hope that. Yeah. I mean, you can't hope for better because a couple of years yeah, just, ago, if if everybody doesn't know, if there's any new people to the chat, you know, um, or new Leaf fans by any coincidence, if you if a friend happened to send you this link, you know, a couple of years ago, Borja Salming was playing in the Alumni Classic. Like, I mean, the man is the man was in fantastic shape. Yeah. For his for his, for his age. He's yeah, in, and and he looks the same as when he was playing. And, and, you know, for ALS to be everybody, anybody that knows anybody knows how awful ALS is just as a disease. Yeah. And to see him fall so far is just, it's heartbreaking. So, you know, yeah. the Game Over family, of course, and myself and Fuad, I think I can speak for you. And we say we send our best and our love yeah. to him and his family. Absolutely. And, and uh, you know, at, in the tribute today, they were talking about how his effort was, was second to none. And yeah. I'm glad that the Leafs were able to win tonight. They didn't win last night, but tonight when they were honoring him, you know, that second period, they were all effort. And yeah, I think that they were inspired. Yeah. And and maybe it wasn't there in the first period, but the second period got it done. And 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 now we're going to get talk all about it. Yeah. So yeah, I just want just want to close out. We had a, a just look at a chat here with Jay Anthony kind of uh, in the chat here paying some tribute. Uh, he must have been watching him. He said uh, an instant Leaf fan favorite from his first shift on. Always a hero to me. Go Salmingo. Um, I don't remember any quit in his game. And, um, yeah, thank, thank you, Jay Anthony for that. You know, we appreciate that. Um, yeah, yeah absolutely. we're going to have to, we're going to pivot to the game now. Yeah. As best we can. 
We're going to pivot wow. to the Leafs win. Uh, yeah. We're, again, in the first period. I thought we were going to be making a very different video than we are currently making. Let <laughs> me just ready. put it that I had, way. I was ready. I was kind of like just – I was kind of writing the rant notes down. I'm like – well, I, was, I was writing. I was. I have I was a lot of a, underlines in today's. I was notes. writing a diss track, basically. I was just sitting there, just, just Eminem writing a diss track for the team. Um, before the game, honestly, I had a video. Uh, I, I like to do these little previews. If you guys follow me ever, um, I like to just preview the game for fun. Uh, I said that if they lose this game, it'll become almost like a a bad sitcom running gag. Like it's almost like kind of like a Steve Urkel. Like, did I do that? Did I? Did I blow another lead? You know, like, that's how I felt about the Leafs. Like, I swear, like, if they had lost this game, you would need laugh tracks underneath it. But they didn't lose the game, so. Or no scream tracks. tracks. Or scream tracks, in my case. <gasps> Those tracks, too, you know, the gasps. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it was, uh, you know, the first period, uh, yeah, we it was it started off pretty rough. You know, you had both. Or Ho- Bo Horvat, Bo, Bo Horvat, Bo, Bo, Bo uh, Borvat? Or, is that what you guys said? <laughs> basically auditioning for his next team or his next contract. Um, he tipped it twice. He was going in and he tipped it not once. And he's like, no, I'm getting the next one. And he tipped it twice back of the net. And then, you know, first period. Yeah, the first period was all the problems kind of magnified. Yeah, the, sec- the second goal, it was like you just had – I know it was a power play goal, but you just had guys with a lawn chair – and a and a drink just in front of the net. Yeah. Just chill in there. No hassle on their part. Unabated. Just there, ready. Ready and waiting. And you know, that's something that in past years and this year the Leafs have really struggled with is defending in front of the net. Now last year we ended up getting Ilya Labushian, who did a great job. Now he had some other shortcomings, but he did he cleared the net, right? And it was yeah. He was a specialist of net moving and that was it. Yep, that's but, uh, Yeah, that was it. And you need that. You need it. And and that's the thing, right? You can't just have all the same type of player and everybody everybody that's here. If you're watching this, you know that. I don't need to tell you. But, you know, it's when you when we have somebody like Borea in in the audience and in and in the health that he is, you know, you hate to see goals like that go in. The first, you know, the first one is a bad tip and that's tips are hard to to prevent as it is, yeah. right? All you can try and do is get stick positioning and do I wish Hall had more of that stick in front of the net? Sure, but yeah, it, that's the thing. I mean, those tips are easy to get when you're just in front of when the it's net. free real like, estate, right? When there's when nobody there, yeah, and, yeah. So I mean, we we don't want to harp too much on the negatives, but we're just talking about what we saw. And that the first period was a um, is the, was the was the Jekyll of the Hyde. Um, actually, I don't even know which one's Jekyll, which one's Hyde. To be Hyde is the Hyde is the crazy one. Doctor Jekyll Hyde's was the, the sane one. one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really? Okay. Yeah. Good to know. I'm gonna yeah. use that next time. But basically, thank you for that. That that was what we saw. We saw the bad Leafs. It was like bad Leafs, bad Leafs in the first period. Bad giveaways, bad passes, bad choices, bad bad decision making. It was just as soon as the yeah. first goal. It's funny because the first couple of minutes of the game. We had there was a couple of really good chances yeah. that you know if one of those goes in maybe the first period doesn't doesn't play out the way that it does right but you know you miss those couple chances and then all of a sudden Vancouver gets a goal and you know the 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 the, the just the balloon is let out of air ever so gently and then the second goal I thought even more so as the period went on after the second goal happened it was just someone just stabbed the knife right into those tires and you know luckily. They they end the first period on a power play. The Leafs do, and uh, 
Don't capitalize. Go into the second. More power play. Yeah. And Poppy produces. Oh, Poppy. I, you know, I, I was saying in the chat, we, we have a bit of a group chat with all the Game Over people, and we were talking about an Austin Matthews goal live is something different. You know, it like that puck, it, you don't even see it leave the stick. It just... It just comes out of the net. It's just, that's all you see on your screen. Like the camera technology is not advanced enough to capture the speed of light yet, and that's how fast that shot is. But, well, and uh, it, it lands on a stick, and it, and he wants it's yeah. He makes yeah, sure it's, it's in a good position, and then it's hit hit and mesh. It was beautiful goal. I mean, that's what you needed, and you know it continues. You know it continues the positive signs that we're seeing from the top four, the big four. The guys that we all know and we all like to, to rag on, are they're playing. They're they're on their game. They're and battling for sure. A Marner and Matthews special, and you know that that's got the ball rolling. And then to me, what was most um, what was most telling was the, the other goals. To be honest, the uh, the third line, you know, the Angval goal, it came as a result of just mucking it up in front of the net which, and good positioning. I right? kind of felt like I hadn't seen that in years. Like where guy where the team is just crashing and crashing and crashing the net. And then when you do that, the puck has a f- way of finding you and into the net. You know? We I have mean, a like that- do we have a trade that just happened? Is that what just happened? Did I just see that? Miller for what? I just had that open. Where did it go? Quick, check our group chat. <laughs> you can break the trade. It might have been a joke. Maybe. A joke, that's but. entirely possible. Um, I'm going to hold off on that. There's no breaking news here. Um, I have no sources. Uh, well, no no real sources on my end. But, um, yeah. like, And then, you know, you go from that to the third period. And then, you know, we're like, okay. You know, being the Hurt Leafs fans that we are, we're always just like, okay, prove it to us. Let's see how you do in the third period. Oh, I was like, okay, I can't wait for Vancouver to tie it. With your lead there, Leafs, with your lead. Let's see how you do. That's how we act. Like, that's how I, that's how my voice is in my head. Now, the the only thing we didn't talk about in the second. Now, we're going to come back to all of this, of course. Of course. Carm Capo, Benny was the best D tonight, winning goal. You're not entirely wrong. Now, he did take a penalty not long after that, right? Which could have been very costly. But, you know, Jordy Ben did look really good. I'm surprised. Was Brody hurt or was it just a like a maintenance day for him? I don't think they said. I didn't catch that. Somebody can uh, somebody can tell us. Yeah, hopefully but. maybe if you if you know in the chat just uh throw it over to the side here. Um, PAG uh, says technically cameras do catch the speed of light. Um I'm I'm sorry. That he, he's probably right. Yeah. He is. Yeah. That's what this is. Sometimes right? I like this is live and I'm trying to make I'm trying to make metaphors off the top of my head and uh, appreciate the appreciate you checking me there. Um, <laughs> and the, yeah, Bill Nye, the, the Bill Nye the Science Guy, science rules. Science rules. You're Thank you wrong. for that. <laughs> but uh, yeah, Jordy Ben, that goal, uh, I always like seeing, I, I always have this feeling that, you know, you could see when a guy like Ben gets a goal, the game winning goal, taking the lead. I think that puts, really puts the air in the tires. Like if it was a John Tavares goal, yeah, would have been nice because it's a 400th goal. But if it was a Matthews or a Marner goal, it's kind of par for the course, but when, you know when you see a guy who's literally not there to score goals, like he is signed to to punch faces and move people around, yeah. get a goal. I think that really does have an emotional 
effect on the team. And you could see it when, when he scored the goal that everyone was like, yeah. Matthews lost his mind. He had the yeah. leg up. Like I was afraid someone, there was going to be another accident with the skate blade. I was like, Poppy, put your leg down, please. But <laughs> you know, you see the emotion on Jordy Ben's face. He hasn't scored since January. Right. So that's got to feel great for him. And you know, is this his, what his first game as a leaf? Yeah. His first, first goal, goal a game, game a player, Jordy Ben. <laughs> There you go. You know? That's what this was the, the missing door. piece, everybody. This was it. This is what we've been missing. Matthew you knows guys, who. It's Jordy Ben. You guys ragging, you guys ragging on Kyle Dubis. He's gonna get future Norris trophy winner. Jordy Ben Jor Ben to you, ladies and gentlemen. You heard it here first. And then we're all gonna have to eat our words and be like, Jordy Ben. Oh man. Engval showing Jay Anthony again. Hi, Jay Anthony. You've been very active in the chat tonight. Engval, the chat. Engval showing up once in a while is not good enough. We all know that. Also, McKay was playing for Vancouver tonight. He was. And I was. did not really notice him. I saw him a couple times, but he doesn't seem to be. Now, this is Vancouver hasn't exactly been playing fantastic as a whole. Ooh, Ooh no. No, no, no. They uh, they have the vibe. Uh, that team kind of has the vibe of the uh, the Randy Carlisle Leafs to it. Um, it has that sort of like end of the road. And it's not, I mean, that, that is a bad thing. But I mean, you know, the, on the other side could be some superstars coming their way. We can we can only hope for them. But uh, yeah, Ilya Mikheyev, uh, uh, big signing. Leafs great. Leafs great. Leafs great. Ilya Mikheyev. He was the original soup, actually. He was, yes, People before Campbell, soup. yeah. Because at his first game, he had an interview saying, "I don't know why Canadians don't like soup. I eat soup all the time," and that was that became just a meme because it, it was just a random thing to say. Well, and they asked him. He was like, I can't remember what it was, but he said they asked him what his favorite food was, and he said he likes his mom's borscht, and his girlfriend learned to make it so that he could have it when he was here. Like, ugh. I hope I hope Mikheyev succeeds in Vancouver. I really do. He was such a great kid. He was good in his first season, and then you know that like catastrophic skate blade injury that we, we just saw again with with uh, Evander Kane and Edmonton. Oh my goodness, those those are just like, nightmare fuel. Movie. Just They're nightmare fuel. Movies. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Um, obviously, you know it cut his wrist, and you need your wrist to shoot and score goals. He he found it in his contract year, and that's why he had signed a big deal in Vancouver. But uh, yeah, it wasn't much. Wasn't much to notice there. Um, it was okay. It was all right. Yeah. But enough about the Canucks. Let's talk about, about more leaves. Let's talk about more, more leaves. More leaves. All leaves yeah. all day or all night. You know, we can yes. go all night. I'll have to get Zoom Premium, but we can do that. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so, what do you think? Uh, what did you think of the goaltending decision? You know, you had uh, Eric Shalgren. You shall not pass, Shalgren. Yes, you shall on not the pass. Second night of a back-to-back, -back, which is quite rare in Leafland. Yeah, um, I, I, you know, to me, I, I think it's a, it's a. I was, it was split on Twitter and Leafs Twitter and Leafs discourse. Some people were saying, you know, good on him. You know, don't put the kid in net on in front of the Lions Den on Hockey Night in Canada. And then you had uh, another contingent saying. Um, you know, why not give the kid a chance? You know, don't play Shalgren two games in a row. He's too tired, you know? And he's not that, you know, he's, he hasn't been that great. Put Keith Petrozelli in. Let's see what he does. So it, this is what happens when you're kind of screwed for for any – when you're screwed goaltending-wise when you have a fourth and fifth stringer. So 
Sheldon Keith is just pickings, like, right? what's the least bad decision I can make? Because there are no good decisions. But yeah. I thought Shelgren actually played pretty well. He's look, he does look he looked pretty well. I mean, and I, that's I, he's I think, looked pretty good the last couple of games, right? Like there was the one goal against Pittsburgh where we're like, oh, I wish he would have had that. But like the goals tonight, you know, a tip in, how do you block that? Yeah, and then uh, it wasn't any bad. It wasn't any stinkers. No, and Shelgren. there's and there's lots of you know how many times in the last two last few games, I suppose, since you know Samsonov has been out. How many times have there been like all kinds of chaos in front of the net? And in previous years, Freddie Anderson, the five hole was like the go-to thing that he would miss, right? That was the worst part about Freddie is he would always miss the it five was, hole. It was a 10 hole. Basically. It was, yeah. It was, oh, absolutely. Yeah. A whole yeah. eight, it was a whole 18 holes of golf between Freddie Anderson's legs. There was so much space. Like there was, there was so many shots that went through that. And Campbell had that a couple times too, but. You know, Shelgren's been pretty solid when it comes to all the flurries in front of the net. There's been times where I'm like, he's holding his own. Where's the puck? Where, like, how is it? St- how is the whistle not blown? And he gets back up and then makes another great save. Like he does allow a couple of second chance op- options every now and then. Granted, but all things considered, if we talk about what what are we all waiting for this year? We're waiting for the playoffs, right? Yeah. And we all know how, how does Tampa like to score lots of goals? Right in front of the net. Really greasy. Now, Tampa's not the be-all, end-all, but if we know or can have some confidence that our third-line stringer can prevent those, knowing that if another goal or injury does happen or if, heaven forbid, Matt Murray doesn't make a recovery and, you know, and all of a sudden Shelgren is our backup in the playoffs, I feel good knowing that he has experience and yeah. and I have confidence and I'm sure the boys have confidence in the way that he protects the net when there's a big flurry in front. He's done really well yeah. for us, all things considered. In the chat, I have some people saying, uh, I feel like uh, Shelgren is just one of the long lines of uh, goalies that are being let down by Leafs D. Uh, I, I, yeah, you know, I have some other people saying the same thing. Shelly hasn't been awesome, but neither has he, has he been the problem. This is Brett. A couple softies, but mostly a lack of support from the team. I think that's a, a fair assessment. And, uh, I, mean, I mean, for me personally, like seeing Keith... I, Keith Petrozelli would have been just fun because of the novelty. Yeah. I think that's with a goaltender, it's always just like maybe he's maybe he could be it's like a mystery box. He he's the new boat. Vasilevsky, guys. We just don't know it yet. <laughs> you just don't know because it's like it's a new shiny thing. But you know, these guys are not this is not a video game. These guys know the moment. And I think that it's to put a guy out there on hockey night in Canada. With in the emotion of, of the pregame yeah. and everything, right? Like All no Canadian pressure. Matchup, no pressure. You know, Eventually, you got to play, but I think Sheldon Keefe is is probably of the mind that, you know, you have to preserve these guys' confidence because goaltending is such a mental game more than anything. Yeah. And, you know, you're sitting there all alone. The entire arena is watching your every move. And if, you know, and and if he had been shelled tonight for like five goals, then we would be yelling at Keefe anyway. So, yeah, I think it was a good decision. Um, I, I wouldn't mind seeing him just for the novelty of it and the... The what do we have here type thing. He's a big boy. You know, he was he was picked pretty high. I think he has some he has some kind of pedigree for a goaltender, right? Well, like, and he's a big rounder. dude. He's like six foot six or something, isn't he? He's massive. Not a <laughs> not a not a small person anyway. The chat the chat today is awesome. I I, I see Mikey's lab checked on the Vancouver stream. It is depressing over there. <laughs> for, for, first of all, everybody, please check out after you've done this. Check out the Vancouver stream anyway. Watch it in its entirety because they're awesome. You got Tic Tac Tomar and Sam on there. Um, 
And uh, j- just to talk about them, I just to talk about Vancouver briefly, I, I'm telling you, I think y- you're on the cusp of something here. You just got to keep losing, all right? <laughs> you got to do what we did in 14-15, 15-16, okay? You have Connor Bedard in your grasp. We need Connor Bedard in Canada, okay? He needs to be playing in Canada. Uh, that would be I, nice. I root for the, other, the success of other Canadian teams except for the East Coast ones, obviously. But the Western Canada teams, I always have a soft spot for them. So uh, trade Horvat, get a big return, big old return, I think. Tank it out. Trade Miller. See what happens. Don't trade Horvat. Are you kidding me? I guess Horvat's yeah. playing too well. Maybe they should keep JT Miller. <laughs> yeah. I mean, hey, but, you know, you got to get what you can while, yeah. you, while the iron is hot, for sure. You know, um, I, I look at, uh, right before we go to the chat questions, I look at some of the contracts that the Leafs have, and I'm like, you know, there's a couple numbers I don't love, but I'm glad we're not paying JT Miller what we're paying, and I'm glad we're not paying Jack Campbell what the Oilers are paying. <laughs> Spicy. Goodness. Justin yeah. Hall is not an NHL D-man by Ryan McLean. Ooh, that's... Ryan McLean, are you going to apply? I am certainly not an NHL D-man. And... You know, it's 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 easy to forget that they are, in fact, all NHL players, and they would skate circles around all of us. It's just sometimes his decision-making makes you just rub your temple and hope it ends soon. Me especially. I never played before, so. Uh, full That's disclosure. right. Uh, but, um, yeah. Actually, before we go, I wanted to ask um, the Hall of Fame selections. That's I, I wanted to get to that. Um, I know we had a bit of a Yeah, of start. course. Uh, what are your thoughts? I mean, these are guys that... You know, it's coming to the point. These are guys that I all I remember watching, and they were they were there. They were big stars when I came of age watching. Yeah. Obviously, the Vancouver superstars of Luongo and the Sedins. I feel like that team really just that team should have won the cup. I think that team just really should have won in 2011. That team was a wagon and a half. I remember where season. I was in everything during that whole playoff series for the Canucks. I yeah, was shocked I was, that they didn't win. The Stanley Cup, I was really hoping so. I mean, and then the next season, they won the President's Trophy, and then they lost to that crazy Kings team. Just the the agony of defeat, you know? You you have the best possible team, and you still might not get it, right? Yeah. You can get all the way to the Stanley Cup final. You can get all the way to Game 7, and then just gone. I don't know. I feel like, I don't know. Would you rather just not make the playoffs or get all the way there and not win it? Like, I don't even know. Like. Uh, me personally, like as a Leafs fan, I think as a Leafs fan. if we got to game seven, I mean, first of all, it would, we would be able to get rid of the no playoff series win since 2002, which yeah. just that in and of itself is a win. 2004, okay? 2004. <sighs> it feels like okay. 2002. Oh my gosh. <laughs> What? Fourth grade. what year is it? I was in the fourth grade, and now I'm bald with a beard. So uh, that's how you. That's basically your your answer there. Yeah. Um. And then Alfredson, eh? Daniel Alfredson, the my first leaf killer, villain. Daniel Alfredson. Oh my, my first gosh. Childhood villain. You know, one of my first memories of Daniel Alfredson, I'll tell you, is uh, the 2002 playoffs. So that's the one that they went to the conference final. Right. And yep. the first round, they had that like banger against Ottawa, like that absolute seven game war. And my first memory, I I have to remember now who was might have been a game five or it was in the middle of the series where it went to overtime, and Alfredson kind of gave a hit to Darcy Tucker. Darcy Tucker, Darcy Tucker took a nosedive into the boards, broke his shoulder. Alfie gets the goal, and fans were pissed. I remember the next day I saw a newspaper and it said like cheap shot on it, but yeah. 
you know, he was a villain, but, you know, I had some begrudging respect uh, in 2007 when he went all the way to the finals with that uh, with that Ottawa team going up against all those different teams. So, whoa, that is an angle of your phone right there in front of the camera. Sorry. Oh. Whoopsie. I thought it was like the invasion of an ant. It was like an invasion of a... <laughs> Evil drone was coming to get us. It's yeah. okay. The cat, ch- the chat can't see that because I'm actually using a separate webcam. Yes. There you go. Yeah. The, so the Hockey Hall of Fame inductees this year, I had a moment of, oh, I know all these people and they're retired and are being inducted into the Hall of Fame. <laughs> and then I, I picked up my walker and moved it forward because that's how, <laughs> that's how quickly I aged last night watching that Hockey Hall of Fame induction ceremony. Oh my goodness. I'm glad yeah. Luongo got into it. I'm glad that I'm glad that the picks are who they are. You know, I don't think that there's ever really anybody that gets inducted into the Hall of Fame that doesn't deserve it in some way, shape, or form or another, right? Like, yeah. it's not something to get into easily. Yeah, I mean, it, people laugh. I mean, in, in other sports, I'm, I'm an, I, I always say this in streams, but I'm a big basketball fan as well. And uh, the NBA Hall of Fame, everybody gets into the NBA Hall of Fame. I mean, they pick players that are just like, oh, that guy? Okay, cool. Uh, funny enough, actually, I was uh, I was actually out on Friday. I, I, I wasn't uh, I was I was out and about. I was going to the Van Gogh exhibit, and I was walking by a hotel, and I saw the Sedin twins walking out of the hotel there. Just did not have the chance to stop and talk because we were late for the Van Gogh exhibit. It was very nice, but I wanted to stop and saw the saw the Sedins out there. Just wanted to holler at them. But Shout out Daniel and Henrik. Daniel and Henrik. I can't believe that those guys both got a thousand points each. That's like. That's unbelievable. Congratulations to everybody that got inducted into the Hall of Fame, even though I'm positive you'll probably never see this. Knowing that I said it to the Roberto Luongo and the Sedin brothers and leaf killer Daniel Alfredson. What's that? Is that Roberto Luongo in the chat? He just said thank you. No, I'm just kidding. That's terrible. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. He has a ghost account on YouTube just for this. That's what it is. Yeah, it's a burner, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Well, yeah. Jay Anthony, oh, my God. Could you imagine BX on this Leafs team? Don't tease me with a good time, could. honestly. Could. You know, what the Leafs could actually really use is a Borea Salming. Absolutely. Just saying. Just I think saying. any team could. I don't think those exactly grow on trees anymore, though. No, absolutely not. I mean, no. I mean absolutely legendary person and uh, career. And, yeah, we again, I mean, we wish the best for Borea and the family. I, what more can you say about that? You know, we just uh, just hope for the best, and you know, our love and heart and thoughts go out to them. That's the best we can say as two That's talking heads on the internet, right? Absolutely, but, uh... absolutely. And you know, I'm I'm glad that he was able to be there last night for all of that. And I know we're coming full circle with the chat today, um, but you know, it's funny. I don't. My dad is a little bit of a bitter Leafs fan. He says he's not a Leafs fan, but he secretly is. He's just hurt by all of the years of hurt. Which, fair enough. But I remember being little and my dad talking about how they needed somebody like that. And I didn't really understand it because, you know, when you're little, you don't necessarily, you don't get the full grasp of what past players were relevant and how they impacted the team and where they are now. And, you know, to be able to, to be able to see him be able to come back and everything, it was just, it was really heartwarming. So, um, what else, you got anything else for us? Any last questions for the chat? We're almost out of time here. We are we are almost running out of time here. I think, yeah, I think uh, I think you said it best. And uh, yeah, good win, guys. Enjoy it, Leafs fans. We, uh, you know, you finally took out a team they were supposed to take out. 
And, you know, I, we think that Matt Murray is on his way back. So that should be another storyline to look forward to. And uh, yeah, crossed. thank you guys again for uh, populating our chat. Everybody who's watching it live, everybody listening on podcast land on YouTube after the fact. We really appreciate you guys because, you know, we love doing this. This is the best part of our day, the best part of our night. So we uh, we thank you guys for joining us. And we're going to continue to uh, drop some fire podcasts and shows in the future. Absolutely. We're going to be back Tuesday night uh, to cover the game. So that we're looking forward to that. Uh, One last time before we sign off, make sure you hit like and subscribe. If you're watching on YouTube, feel free to rate us however you would like on however you're listening to us. If you are listening to us on the podcast, thank you again for tuning in tonight, everybody. And uh, looking forward to seeing you on Tuesday. Take care, everybody. Have a good one, fans. Take care. Bye-bye. Game over! Powered by Sports Interaction, Canada Sportsbook.